0: Hi, new believers in Christ and fellow Christians. Um, This is Julian Palumbo with your quick start to your new life in Christ and Spirit with us. And check out my blog, spiritwithus.com. So today I want to talk about a couple things. Uh, This is really just what the Holy Spirit has put on my heart today. And I just want to start with prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I just lift up this Uh, podcast to you today and I ask you to be in charge and speak through me and for me and um, bless the listeners with what they need to hear. And we just thank you and praise you for it. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And I ask him to be in charge of everything today in Jesus name. Amen. So first of all, I wanted to mention one of my particular superheroes that I look up to is Russ Dizdar, Pastor Russ Dizdar, D-I-Z-D-A-R. And um, recently I came across a video on YouTube, which is really an audio, it's not uh, anything to look at, but it's something to listen to, called The Power of Prayer and How to Hear God. Now, this is a huge question that always comes up with new Christians. As they're seeking God and they're starting their walk with Christ, if you're anything like me, I always ask my older, more experienced Christians in my church, how do you hear the voice of God? I want to hear God's voice. I always hear about Christians talking about, they hear God say this or God told them that. And I'm like, I want God to talk to me. That, oh my gosh, that's what I want more than anything. I want to hear him talking to me. So as a new Christian, and and it's a good thing, um, to seek the hearing the voice of God. And as a new Christian, you have to make sure that you're not hearing other voices or counterfeit voices from the enemy who can mock and can also counterfeit the voice of God. If you're not experienced and, um, one clue that I would throw out there is that the, God's voice will come more from inside you, from inside your spirit, um, not even from your own mind, but from. In, maybe it's better to think of it coming from your heart, where your spirit man is. is. And a lot of times in, the, in Scripture, when they say heart, it also means spirit, your inner man in the New Testament. it really, um, it's interchangeable most of the time. So if you think of it that way, it really helps. Um, but it, I don't know about other people, but mostly for me, God will give me a complete thought all at once. It's not like I have to hear this word, then the next word, then the next word, then the next word. No, it's like a complete thought like, a lot of people today say downloaded, which is a good way to think of it, and um, it's just there in your mind. It, of course, it comes but it. I say in your mind, but it doesn't originate in your mind. Don't worry about all those little technical things. You'll know it'll resonate uh, in your spirit that yes, this is God speaking. It, this, it has that sweet, warm. Blessed, holy uh, tone about it, and it feels like it's coming from my spirit, and it's not just something that I'm saying to myself. Um, Most of the time, my question was, how do I know if it's just me talking to myself because it's something I want really badly, or is it God? That that is a huge question, and uh, it takes faith, but. I really found a lot of good, clear direction in this um, talk by uh, Pastor Russ Dizdar, the power of prayer and how to hear God. I encourage my new believers, I always give you assignments, you know, and this is your assignment, to listen to this uh, message by Russ Dizdar and even take some notes and follow, do what he says, follow his teaching. It's largely by faith, because what God showed me not even too long ago is that we have to trust him to keep up his end of the conversation. It is not a one-sided conversation. You're speaking back and forth, conversing and trusting and leaning on the God of the universe, the God of all that is, the omnipotent, omniscient omnipresent, eternal, past, present, and future God. If he can do all everything else, he can certainly speak to us. We have to let him do his speaking, and we don't have to speak for him. Now, he does speak to us through the scriptures, totally. And I uh, want to emphasize that if any verse or group of words jumps out at you, even... You know, it doesn't have to be with a brass band and trumpets. Sometimes it will be. Sometimes it'll be lit up in neon, so to speak. This is all in a spiritual sense, of course. But even quietly, something just just impresses your heart, impresses your spirit. Seems extra beautiful, extra lovely, extra special. That's God's voice, too. That's the Holy Spirit, too. He will speak to you through scripture. And Pastor Russ Dizdar does a, a beautiful job of explaining that. Just a beautiful job. He is one of my heroes. Why? Because he um, is so brave. He's one, probably the bravest human being that I know living today. Or equal to that person in every way. He goes right into the heart of uh, satanic um, ritual abused um, nests where they do satanic ritual abuse to children. Him and his team, they break up these rings. They break up the pedophile rings. They go after the satanists. Um, they go right in where angels may fear to tread. Of course, angels don't. That's a that's a man made phrase because angels are not a fear, not, not afraid to go anywhere. That. We ask them to come with us or God sends them with us. Uh, but it is a good way to express how dangerous and how scary the work that he does. And people like him that that fight the good fight of faith. And um, oh, what's that scripture? That um, they, they are not afraid to lose their lives is the point that I'm making. And love, lo- love not their lives to the death. That is a beautiful, beautiful phrase from scripture. And I believe it's found in Revelation. And some of you probably know right where it is. Um, and yes, we need to get to that point, fellow Christians, new believers, where we love not our own lives to the death more. In other words, we're willing to let go of our lives for, for Jesus, because this life is, is just a a breath compared to eternity. And we'll go on to live forever and ever in our spirit, our spirit man, which is more real than this outer shell that we walk around in on earth. So anyway, please again, watch This video by Russ Dizdar on YouTube, The Power of Prayer and How to Hear God. And please take some notes. And please, I'm already going to listen to it probably for the third time today. And uh, it just really uh, feeds my spirit. It blesses me. And even you could be an old Christian like me or a brand new baby Christian. And sometimes things just bless you over and over again. because Why? Because they're truth. The truth never ages, it never gets old and it never stops blessing you. God's word is truth. God is truth. Jesus is the truth. I am the way the truth and the life. No man comes to the father but through me, Jesus said. He is the truth in in a human form that we can relate to. And he so that takes me to my next point today. Don't look at things in the material or the natural. Um, If something happened in your everyday life that upset you, say someone you know, uh, you were counting on them to do something with you, or be with you, or uh, something didn't go your way, don't look at it in the natural. Don't react in the natural. Don't get upset. Don't get anxious, fearful, or angry. Or revengeful. No. Look at things. This is for my new baby Christians. Look at things in the spiritual realm. Try to use your spiritual eyes to look at everything that happens in life to you. Even the simplest things, small things, large things. See it with your spiritual eyes and see it how it really looks in on the backdrop of eternity, on the backdrop of your relationship with Christ, isn't Jesus able to handle this for you? Isn't he able to uh, make things work out when you're scared of a situation that maybe has popped up in your, in your future that's coming and you're dreading it, you're anxious about it? Isn't Jesus able to make that work out for your good what what satan thought was for your evil god meant for your good and that is a, that's right from scripture so let's turn these let's have the gall let's have the the boldness to turn these things over let's dare to turn these things over into the hands of jesus And let him work it out for us. I've seen this happen in my life over and over and over again. When I dreaded something, I I was so terrified of it coming. But I would just squeak out enough courage to just say, to really say, Okay, Jesus, there's nothing I can do about it anyway. I have nothing to lose. I just turn it over to you, God. It's coming. It's going to come. And I'm scared of it for whatever reason. It could be anything. It could be a hospital stay. It could be uh, someone I have to meet with. It it could be an, just a situation I know has I have to go through that I dread. And oh my gosh, when you trust him, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. But if you don't let go of it, he can't direct your path because he'll never go against your free will. You can grasp and hold on and cry and kick and scream and and uh, just be let yourself get so worked up and upset and anxious and all that's not going to do you a bit of good, but turning it over to the one who loves you more than you could ever love yourself or him you he, more than a God can love way more than a human can love. So our God loves us beyond what we can think or know. His ways are so far above our ways. His thoughts are so far above our thoughts. Turn it over to him. Let him handle it. He can handle it so much better than we can. So let's look at things in the spiritual, not in the natural, and then hand them over to Jesus to handle. See it from the big picture. And expect to hear him talking to you. Expect to hear his voice, his guidance and direction. If you think, oh, was was that maybe God saying something to me? Yes. Just say, yes, it was. As as Pastor Dizdar says in, in this video, he says, keep the window of faith open all the time. Don't keep shutting it and opening it and shutting it and opening it. No, keep it open all the time. Keep it open to receive from him all the time. I need to do that. It's it's a Christian discipline. Because we, we tend to take things back into our own hands. Back into our own control. And try to fix things ourselves. And big mistake. Let's all try to learn together. To keep that window of faith open all the time. So... Another thing I want to say today is know that Jesus loves you with an unbelievable love, an unmatchable love. And I love that so much Huge, huger, <laughs> if that's a word, huger, I like that word, huger than we could ever comprehend in a human sense because we can't. It's so much bigger and bigger. Be more beautiful than human love could ever be. And that's another thing that we just have to take by faith. And the more you take it by faith, the more you practice accepting the idea that Jesus loves you and cares about you every moment of every day and that he's completely involved in your life with tiny things, small things, big things, huge things, everything. He cares about it all. He's omnipotent, omniscient. There's nothing that's too much for him. He doesn't have too much else to do that he can't pay attention to you and every little thing in your life. Nothing's too much for him. His plate doesn't get too full. And that's a beautiful thing to realize. You're not bothering him with all your little concerns and your big concerns. Just throw every type of concern you have on him and he will gladly, gladly pick it up. And bear it for you so walk by faith first and then you'll see what do I mean by that I mean that these things I've been telling you this morning this afternoon or whenever you're listening to this just take it by faith first and then your eyes will see your spiritual eyes will see You will see, I guarantee it. But God wants us to take these things by faith first. That's how he works. That's the currency of heaven, faith. Simple childlike faith. So walk by faith first, and then he will reveal things to you in his time, okay? Not in your time. Be patient. Be patient with your faith. He's trying to help us grow in faith. He's always trying to help us stretch our faith. No matter how old you get in the Lord, you're still a baby. You're still a child compared to him, compared to eternity. We're all still children. We're all still growing. We're all still learning. We're all still at a point in our walk where we need to learn things. We'll never be finished learning things. Even when we go to heaven, we're going to keep learning. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep working for the Lord and uh so just go by faith first and then you'll see okay i'm going to leave it there now on a more practical but serious note i want to say that god's really been impressing this on my spirit on my mind right now this has always been a concern and a special passion of mine and Just kind of resurfaced in the last few days. So I want to share this with you. And I'm talking to mothers, fathers, grandmothers, grandfathers, family members, brothers, sisters, um, even neighbors. Please keep your eyes open regarding our younger children. Let's appoint ourselves guardians of our young children. Because pedophilia is rampant today. Why is that? Because evil is increasing upon the earth. Because we're in the end times. We're in the days that Revelation talks about. Jesus is coming back soon. But before he comes, the evil one will arise, the beast. The end times tribulation is around the corner. And as such, the earth is increasing in sin. The sin upon the earth is growing deeper and darker and more prevalent. It's just behind the veil. Let, ask God to take the veil off your eyes to see it. It's all around us. And we are the light. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the world. We have to keep and we do especially need to keep our eyes open for to protect the young children and the babies. The children in your neighborhood, get to know who they are. Get to pay attention. You may be the only one who notices some strange activity, uh, such as the family that, I don't know, was it last year? Um, and this family had kept their children chained in the house all day long and only let them out at night to take them places that no one knew what was going on with this family. And when it finally came out, this family had been abusing these children and had most likely been sex trafficking these children uh, at nighttime, taking them out to different locations. And it was, uh, the neighbors that noticed the strange activity, the strange times, and the fact that they never saw these kids. And, um, there's just so much going on. Don't think it can't happen in your neighborhood. Evil is everywhere and it's growing in strength and power, especially by the abuse of young children, by the abuse of babies. And, um, I'm not going to get deep into this right now, but I'm asking fathers, mothers, uh, grandfathers, grandmothers, children, older children, neighbors, uh, keep your eyes open, please. Keep your eyes open regarding our children. And if you see anything unusual, better to report it and be wrong. I hope you're wrong. We all hope you're wrong. You hope you're wrong. But if you don't report it, You don't draw attention, it can go on for years, and these children are severely damaged, abused, and they become demon possessed because the damage that's done opens portals in their spirit for the demons to go in. Not they don't even, of course, they don't uh, consciously want it, or they're just babies. But demons are opportunists and they will take over these children. And then these children need such special care to get free. First they need to be rescued and then they need they need help. They need serious specialized spiritual help to get set free from the damage and the pain and the, the demonization that they have come under from such treatment. Uh, And that's a whole nother sphere that I'm not going to get into any deeper right now. I'm just asking everyone to keep their eyes open. And if you see anything that even looks a little bit suspicious, better to be wrong. And report it to the authorities. Report it to someone you trust and believe in. Because sometimes the authorities are corrupted as well. So... Uh, we're living in a dark time, and we're called to be warriors. We're called to be soldiers for Christ. So when you became a new Christian, you're you're on the fighting side of Christ. And we have—I told you in previous podcasts—we have an enemy, and the enemy never rests. So we have to be on guard. We have to stay holy, walk in the light, walk in holiness, walk in purity, put on that whole armor of God, and go forth. In Jesus' name, in the authority and the power against the enemy that we have, use it all. Use it all. Listen to my other podcasts that that talk about that. And um, I just want to leave you with this. Please pray for the protection of the innocent and for the healing and restoration of the victims of child pedophile rings, of satanic ritual abuse, and the like. And please pray for the exposure of the perpetrators, the exposure and the punishment of the perpetrators. Because a lot of times the perpetrators get away with it because everyone in authority is corrupted too. And they are all linked and they don't prosecute these people. If you wonder why certain people that you see in the news never get in trouble and everyone knows they've done horrific things. That's why, because the whole system is corrupted and we need to pray. We need to pray that they will be stopped. They would be exposed, punished, and stopped in Jesus name. So pray for Russ Dizdar and his team as well as they do this work. Pray for Liz Cronin or Croken, I think it is. She exposes this type of thing and she has, she's on the front lines And pray for anyone else you know that's on the front lines because they are special people that put their lives at risk to save these innocent babies. Thank you for listening today. God bless you all, and I'll talk to you next time.